When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Hola. Who is she? Who are you? Who am I? What's happening right now? Como estas? What does that mean? Muy bien. What does that mean? It means how are you? Oh, hey, that's in Spanish, isn't it? In Espanol, por favor. Oh, how much Spanish can you speak, babe? Speech? Speak, uh, babe. I can't even speak English. Uh, un poco. Does that mean a little bit? Sí. What else can you say? Uh, trabajo en el salud público. What does that mean? I work in healthcare. Oh, well done. Mm. Okay, cool, cool. Anywho, hello, this is Amir and welcome to the You Don't Love Me podcast. And I am here with my amazing husband. Also Amir. And yes, welcome, guys. Grab your seats, grab your drinks, grab your work, grab your <laughs> steering wheels. Sit down, relax, and enjoy the next, however long this episode's oh, going to be. Oh, yeah, enjoy it. And if you are listening, take a quick screenshot and post it onto your Instagram stories. Tag us in, we'll repost it, and have a cute kiki in the DMs. Show your support and show that you are listening. Do you know what? I actually really want to ask you something, babe. Yeah. I think this is a perfect time to ask you this before yeah. we really get into what we're talking about. Mm. Well, how are you finding Canada's Drag Race? It's good. Like, Canada's Drag Race is not uh, the same as the UK Drag Race or the US Drag Race or Thailand's Drag Race. It's very different. It's very Canadian. And I think that's just something that just takes getting used to. Like, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's great. But, like, that sort of edge that, well, that sort of showmanship that America has and the edge that the UK has, Canada doesn't have it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They are more sort of, you know, everyone's friendly, nice, polite and passive aggressive. And that comes across on screen. Yeah, I, I know exactly Where's what New you York mean. versus California? <laughs> where's... You want um, the beef, don't you, girl? Yeah. Wow. And like, you know, where's... London versus the North and, and all that jazz. It's like, oh my God, you're from Montreal. Yeah. Oh, I'm from Toronto. Oh my God, let's be best friends forever and enjoy free healthcare. It's like, okay, great. What else? Do you know what I mean? Are you just bitter and jealous that they have it better over in Canada and they're nicer people? I'm just bitter and jealous that they're on TV and I'm not. That's the tea. That's the tea. <laughs> and you know what? Like, as of recording now, we are down to the last five of Canada's Drag Race. And I've got to say, yeah. personally, I really do like the last five. Okay. I think it's the right last five, and I like them more. I love Priyanka, obviously. I, you know, I love, yeah. love, love. Um, oh my god! I'm like, oh my god! I forgot him. I love him that much. Jimbo, Jimbo. I love Jimbo. How Jimbo's can such Jimbo? a legend and icon. I really like Rita Baga. I like Scarlett Bobo, and I really like Lemon, and I really like them queens. But the thing is, for me, 
talented queens, put all the queens aside because the queens are the queens of shows produced. It's the way it's ordered and structured, and like I, I don't like the way like they have this vote at the judges' table. You've all seen it if you've watched it. I don't like the way like the guest judge is like the host, and they don't have one host either. Mm. I, I, for me, if you do, that's fine. I, I don't particularly enjoy that. I like the fact that on other drag race, there's one main host that leads yeah. the proceedings. I like yeah. that because that person, that host, will take me through the the episode. Yeah, and even with Drag Race Thailand, they had two. They had two hosts. They were co-hosts, but they would always sort of be around each other together, and it felt like as if it was one person sort of thing. And uh, yeah, there's a few things wrong with that. I mean, the, some of the contestants are amazing. And yeah, I agree. I absolutely love Lemon. I love, my favorite is uh, probably Jimbo and Priyanka. I just love Priyanka's energy. I love Jim, Jimbo's looks and I love Jimbo's sort of persona and, it, you know, who they are as a person in light of their experiences as a clown and so on and so forth. And Lemon is like, you know, she gives me that sort of New York vibe and I love that. Um, and that's cute. That's great. But yeah, the judges, I mean, it's just a revolving door and it's just a bit, it's like, okay, great. So there's four of you or three of you permanent. And then, you know, the judge, the guest judge is introducing everyone. It's just, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that I feel like it was like, well, I want to say something as well. I want camera time. And then they all have to share it out equally. Do you know what I mean? It was, oh, it was very Canadian. It was always very. like, it was very like, okay, everybody gets a piece of the pie. But I, and also what I really like about, say, for example, the US drag race, what really works is RuPaul, of course, is a drag queen. So in a, in a way, you are being uh, judged by your superior mm. and peer at the same time. Michelle Visage is a drag queen. Do you know what I mean? For all sense of purposes, she is. And, you know, even somebody like Ross Matthews hosts drag brunches and, and works so much with drag queens and they're really immersed in that culture. I'm not getting a lot of that from Canada's drag race right now. I mean, I'm getting it from Brooklyn and Brooklyn's critiques are so on point. I absolutely love what she says. The other judges, maybe I don't know them well enough, but I'm just like... Oh, okay, great. You know, good, good for you. But mm. uh, do you know good what I mean? It's, it's cute. It's good. It's great. I'm not saying I could do a better job, but you know, I'm fat, miserable, and bitchy. So <laughs> I'm going to judge. So you're the bitchy the gay. It's like, why am I not on it? Why can't yeah. I do it? Why am I not doing it? But yeah. I see. I completely see your point. And what I'm interested in, because the thing is, a show, the show, and everyone's a human. And everyone's a person, and we all make do things. <gasps> yeah. Humans are persons. <laughs> I know, right? What are you going to do next? Tell me that they're Homo sapiens. Girl, girl I don't want to really get into that and freak people out and fuck the shit up that much. <laughs> Maybe in the future, okay? Wow. We're just, we're just Girl, no, no, you, I don't want to fuck with people's minds. Humans so humans are, are people. Humans right. are people. And that's enough for you guys that are listening right now. Okay. You need to realize that humans are people and they'll have emotions and feelings. <laughs> You'll completely throw me yeah. off, you fucking bitch. I hate you. Yeah, Isaac. <laughs> yeah, Isaac Newton. I know you threw an apple up in you the air or something, yeah. So but like humans are people, so whatever. <laughs> I know like Albert Einstein, fucking Big Bang equals MC squared, but like what you need to know is humans are actually people, okay, right? Anyway, we should just call this episode Humans Are People. <laughs> Thank you, Nobel Peace Prize winner, Dr. Anyway, Ahmed so Hassan. You, humans are people and... <laughs> wow, she's still going for it. Go Let on. Let me have my moment. Pop off, sis. Okay, thank you. Right, no clapbacks. Yeah. Humans are people, right? And like everyone's trying their best. So they've got a great budget on Canada. And I'm genuinely looking forward to seeing what they do for season two and how they're going to refine it and what they've felt... Now watching it back, what worked and what didn't. And that that's for me will be the telling thing. I don't know about you. 
Yeah, cool, great. I'm I'm down. Let's he's just, just he's just pissing himself at humans and people. They don't give a fuck about anything I'm saying anymore. Yeah, I'm just thinking about what other jokes I could have made. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Drag Race Canada is cute. Let's yeah, let's leave it at that. It's cute. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I watch every single episode and can't wait for it. <laughs> Same. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I scream at all the right places. We had those kids. Like obviously we're not psychos. We're gonna watch it. But like, do you know what I mean it's cute? And we're gonna live and we're gonna love it. Yeah, and we're going to stand hard and make sure all the girls come onto the podcast. But do you know what I mean? It's cute. <laughs> That's how you do it. But... Anywho, um, we have an announcement to make, people, don't we? I'm uh, well, just lost. It's I, just lost in, well, we've already made the announcement. Were you not paying attention? Well, have we? Our announcement, guys, is that humans oh, fuck are people. Fuck <laughs> no, fuck you, bitch. No, you can't just say that. Um, our announcement is we ain't BD bitches anymore. You were going to give out the full postcard. Yeah. Oh, wow. We ain't Bradford bitches anymore. We, we are no moved. longer living in Bradford. We are living in a rather lovely part of the world called, say it with me, Manchester. Manchester. We're in Manchester. Manchester. Massive bitches. We're from Manchester, babes. No, we're not. We live here now. This yeah. is just where we reside. We live. We have decided that it was the right step. And we've been here for three weeks now. And we are loving it. We were thinking the Caribbean. We were like, Bali. Should we move to Dubai? Shall I take on a shake and become his bitch? Should we move to like, I don't know, Brazil, Rio de Janeiro? And we were like, no, Manchester. This is where we... Listen, we love Manchester. For all you Manchester queens listening out there, we love you. We love Manchester. And... I'm it, only joking. It is lockdown. It is lockdown. Where the hell was I? When was I going to fucking move to Brazil? Do you know what I mean? I'm only joking. But we really wanted to live uh, in a sort of more cosmopolitan place where, you know, more things are happening. I had finished living my suburban housewife fantasy and I was ready to move on. So uh, we packed our bags, did not pay our final bills or rent and uh, moved. We did pay our final bills and rent. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. We packed our bags and we hired moving people to move all the boxes <laughs> Because I ain't doing that. That's just too much manual labor outside the gym for me. Yeah. And so we moved to Manchester and we live in a really lovely place and it's really nice. And yeah, we're just learning to settle in and learning to go on the journey of our new chapter. I like to call it a new chapter. So the chapter that we had before has closed and it was a wonderful chapter. And I'm not this bitch that's like, I fucking hated it. It was all shit. It was a really, really good chapter. And now I am here and we are here and I think we're ready for this new chapter. How about you? Chapter. Yeah, do you feel ready for the new chapter? Because humans are people, but do you feel ready for the new chapter? Yeah, I'm like full-on book chapter, so library. Why, <laughs> so why for you did you like feel like, for you, why Manchester? Well, I was toying between either London or Manchester, and I am not really feeling London. London's a wonderful city, it's a capital city, and... It's a world on it, you know, it's a, it's a world of its own, really. It's probably closer to New York or other sort of world cities than it is to the rest of the UK, I'd say. And it is really nice, but it's a beast of a city. It, it, you know, it churns out stuff all the time. And it's, it's a, you know, it's a place where one can maybe get lost or I, I don't know how to explain it exactly. But, you know, it's not it's it's not for me right now anyway i don't know about maybe maybe down but down the line and so i thought okay well what other major city is there and you know but there's birmingham um 
And yeah, Birmingham's cute, but I, I really wanted to explore either Leeds or Manchester. And I love Leeds. Leeds is a very nice city, but it's we, we are is my favorite. Leeds is my favorite city in the whole world, by the way. And some people are going to be like, really, why not New York? But it is actually New York is, but I like Leeds as well. Mess. Anyway, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well, what is Leeds but bigger? Manchester. So I was like, let's go and let's uh, see it and explore it and see uh, what it's all about. And I've only actually been to Manchester a handful of times in the past. And um, do you know what? No regrets. It's really nice having a great time and living a nice. Oh, my God. We should do like the audio version of like Cribs. The audio. Oh, God. OK. Yeah. Like I'm going to carry on my microwave, microwave, my microphone. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, this is the spice cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Ooh, this is the cutlery drawer. You guys want to hear the toaster? <laughs> oh, wait till I boil the kettle. Do you get what I mean? Audio cribs. Yeah, okay then. So you can introduce <laughs> audio cribs into the world, babe. I'm I'm rooting for you. So for me, thank you for asking. Oh, girl, bye. Oh, sorry about that. I was just moving chair. Just remember, humans are people. It's all okay. Mm. He's a person. We can't judge him. So yeah. Um, what about you? Why did you want to move to Manchester? Um, I had no choice. I was forced into it by you. Girl, bye. And that's, no, um, I think with Corona, Marona, you know, we we were in lockdown, and when you were in lockdown, you and I'm hope you know, people listening might relate. You learn more about yourself, and you learn about more about what you want. And the thing is, I I know what things I wanted in my life, and where I wanted to be, and what I wanted to do. And I was like, this accelerated it. I was like, okay. Let's, we need to move to a more cosmopolitan city. And Manchester was the one that screamed out for the same reasons. Like, I was not feeling London. wasn't feeling Birmingham. Love Leeds, but we I, we know Leeds inside out now. And I've, I've visited Manchester loads of times since I was a teenager, you know, going to gigs and concerts and events and, mm. and you know, out on Canal Street and this and that. And I always had a good time. So we chose Manchester. We came for a viewing somewhere. We really liked it. We accelerated the move. And we've, you know, we, we moved and um, we were really fortunate enough to, you know, make some connections through the podcast with people in Manchester. We made a very good friend in Val, Val Qaeda, that is, um, oh, in Manchester. You know- so thank you, Val, for everything you've you know done for us since the move and beforehand. Honestly, we can't thank you enough. Yeah. And the thank yous don't stop there. There's been, uh, I just want to say, you know, for the people who have really given us such a warm welcome thank you so so much for being so lovely and and nice and kind clearly you don't know us that well at all <laughs> otherwise you would have avoided us like the plague or corona <laughs> but anyway i just want to say thank you so so much it's been uh, it's been wonderful you know donna trump narcissa nightshade ellen degenera barb um so many other people. Julie noted it's been, it's been so Legend, lovely. Icon. Yeah, it's been so lovely hearing them and and to say such nice things. And uh, one of the nicest things somebody said was um, uh, "Welcome home," and that was Cheddar Gorgeous. We, uh, you know, I, I saw her at one point, and she was uh, she messaged me later. And I was like, you know, thank you so much, and blah, blah blah blah. And she was like, yeah, you're welcome, and welcome home. And that really felt, you know, it meant a lot because. Um, it does feel like that. I feel like we're surrounded by the queers that we wanted and, and a queer family and, and you know, sort of more people like ourselves. And that's a, a really, really nice and important feeling that some people may take for granted. But, um, yeah, it, it feels fresh, nice and new right now. No, I, I agree with you, you know. 
as much as we loved where we lived and it was, you know, suburban life fantasy, very quiet and yeah. to ourselves outside of Corona, we used to go on so many holidays a year. We had so many city breaks. So we always, we were always, we were always away, weren't we? Yeah. 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 We would always go away and we would always go on holidays and, um, spend our time like that. But I don't know. Do you reckon we'll still do that? Yeah. When Corona Mora is over, but I don't think we will as much because we live in a city that's amazing. And there's so much that I want to explore here, babe. Like yeah. it feels like genuinely like a, a bit of a holiday coming here, which is amazing. But, um, for me, it's been a, a sort of adjustment process for me, you know, as much yeah. as I'm loving it, I've, I'm not going to lie. I found it hard as well. Why? Yeah, Why it, have you found it hard? It's been some light of time because like, yeah, I, I got so used to like certain home comforts when I was, um, you know, where we were living before mm-hmm. and certain things that used to do like walking, you know, going out for a walk where I went for a walk and little tiny things and um, just it's coming to a new place and you're meeting so many new people. It can be overwhelming at times, you know, everyone's everyone's coming at you and being lovely yeah. and being really, really nice. But like it's like sometimes, oh, my God, this is overwhelming. If I've talked to people previously online before, I'm good. Yeah. Because we built a rapport and I'm like, yeah, I know you, you know me, I want to meet up with you, let's do it. For people that haven't is, and everyone is lovely, I want to get that across. A town gay is different to a city gay. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, great, it can be overwhelming. And I'm a confident bitch, I'm a confident person, but it's still overwhelming because it's like, okay, you know, this is a lot, where do, and it's still a thing, where do I fit in, where, how do I navigate? And then, then I sort of realized, oh, you know what, I, everyone needs to, I do my own thing and it happens. Great. You know, humans are people at the end of the day. Girl, you have drank some loopy juice today, I'm telling you. Why? Because <laughs> you're like, I love people and gays and no gays and we've spoken and I love you and it's too much and humans are people. But that's the truth though. And for mm-hmm. those that are intellectual enough to understand, they'll get that. Everybody will. <laughs> that's the thing, everybody will. <laughs> really, do you know what? That's the truth though. They actually will. Yeah. Okay. If like... you've understood that, please DM, okay? Yeah. And let me know. You get it. You feel me. But honestly, everyone's lovely and I'm absolutely loving it. Even though the, it's been hard, the adjustment's been hard. You know, it's about feeling the emotion, being open and honest about the emotion and going through the emotions. Initially, I was, I was honest with them. I was like, you know, it was getting hard after the first week of it feeling like home. Yeah. Because I was like, this doesn't feel like home yet because I still feel like I want a bit of holiday. But I had to check myself and be like, it doesn't feel like home yet, Amr, okay? But you've only been here just over a week. Yeah, give it so time. So I, I need to give it time. Yeah, when you move to a new city, you have to give it, I would say, at least three to six weeks. Yeah. The first week you feel great and it's amazing. Second week you'll feel like shit. Third week can be a little bit of a struggle. And then, you know, by by sort of week three or week six, by then you will have found your groove and you will have found your regulars and your, your people and, and the ones that you, you know, nod friendly. And, and when you start making friends and acquaintances and all that jazz, it starts to, to things start to settle in and, and you, you you're able to make a place your own. Uh, but it's not going to happen overnight. Of course not. Especially for somebody like you who's lived in Yorkshire for uh, 28 years. Wow, just revealing how old, I mean, young I am. Thank you very much. Well, yeah. I'm not a day over 18. Yeah. That's oh, what I like people agree. to believe. Well, I don't give a fuck about age. But Gross. yeah, I completely agree. Coming, Especially just coming from like being a, a country queen, a town queen who visits the city and loves it when I go. Coming here, it's, it's just very, very different. But I think I handle it well. And what you just told me is I have... Many, many more weeks left of um, feeling like shit. Potentially. Oh, sorry. 
guys. I was just sucking on an ice right. cube. I'm going to come for this bitch over here right now. You know why I'm going to come for you, don't you? Why? Right. Every time I like breathe incorrectly or do something wrong on, you know, recording the podcast. And he's like looking at me like, oh, everyone's going to hear the sound of that. Like you put your phone down too hard. He's here crunching on ice and sucking on ice and making noises all the way throughout, right? So why? Why, bitch? Why are you allowed to do it? Tell me. These are soothing sounds. You're so into ASMR right now, aren't you? Now available on iTunes. You're welcome. What is it about ASMR that you love so much? I don't like ASMR. I hate ASMR. (laughs) It's like, oh, sleep. Uh, you know, to the soothing sounds of the jungle, and literally, when you put it on, it's like, ah, 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 and I'm like, what the fuck happened? It's like, oh, a chimpanzee just ate a snake, and I'm like, wow, because that really happens in the jungle, but that's not soothing at all. I agree with you. <laughs> like, do you know what, what I mean? What the fuck is a chimpanzee eating a snake? It's like, it's like, oh, soothing sounds of the jungle, and I'm like, what's going on? Oh, two birds are mating, like. I don't need to hear that before I go to sleep. That's not soothing at all. That's true. This is why humans are people, babe. And it's like, oh, <laughs> soothing sounds of the ocean. Ah, ah, hire me timbers. And I'm like, what's going on? Oh, a ship's just being wrecked and it's drowning. <laughs> like, that's not soothing at all. We need to sort this out. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with I you. I hate ASMR. I well, really hates it. Oh, unless I've been listening to the wrong type. I don't know. Who knows? But anywho, back to the point of Manchester. And being in Manchester. What do you like about it so far? Um, oh, okay. What do I like about Manchester? Um, nothing. I think everything's shit. Everyone's shit. Everything's shit. No, I'm sorry. Please no one take that out of context and like, you know, s- fucking record it. Don't take you... it out and put it no, on loop. No, don't. Um, loop that shit. What I like about Manchester so far, and I'm going to say it, I get to be gay as fuck. Yeah. I just like the fact that I don't have to... Look over my shoulder, be afraid of what I'm wearing, what I'm doing, being able to be my true self more and more, which is really, really nice. Obviously, there's dicks everywhere. That's that's the fact. But, um, yeah. I was thinking of physical penises. I was like, where have you been in Manchester? <laughs> Why is there so much peni everywhere? Well, you know, the Canal Street is full of it, isn't it? So. Oh, I do love a good sausage fest. You know, and Wimsor Road, girl. You see it all the time. I do love a good ethnic sausage fest as well. All them kebabs we've been eating. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, wait. Yeah, what I love about Manchester so far. Okay. I love the place. I love Northern Quarter. I think it's cool as fuck. I love shopping there. I love um, the restaurants, places. I love the fact Dishoom is right there and we can just go for breakfast. Yeah. Um, I, I I love the vibe of it as well. I love how edgy it is. I, lo- I love how many goths they've got in this city. I love what people wear and the fashion and how confident people are and like how cool it is. And I also especially love that fucking kebab. Yeah, the city's got an edge to it, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's an edgy city. And that kebab that you're talking about is a Kabida kebab. Mm-hmm. There's this place in uh, on Wimslow Road that sells a really long kebab that they put on a naan. It's a sea kebab. It's a really long kebab and a really long naan. And it is the nicest combination of kebab and naan I have ever had in my life. Oh, my God. Wow. Thank you, Val Qaeda, for introducing us to that kebab because, bitch, oh. it serves us everything it gets me emotional and do you know what i just love the fact that the shop is called chippy something chippy (laughs) like you get the impression that it's going to be a fish and chip shop but no they have like an indoor 
um, like clay oven that they make kebabs in and have do like mixed grills. And I think fish and chips is one option on the menu and the rest is all like kebabs and lamb chops and stuff. And oh, it's so nice. Oh, do they have fish and chips on the menu? Uh, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one item, Ooh, I wow. believe. I believe there's one item that has fish and chips and, and it contains chips. The rest isn't. Oh, I could die kill for a chippy dinner. Yeah. Oh, I love a chippy. Let's make it happen today. 2020. Do you know what? I'm really, I'm really fancy. I deserve it. Do it, girl. Let's make it happen. Okay, I deserve it. Okay, cute. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I'll buy it. Okay, yay. yay. Oh, oh, oh I love you again. Oh, I'm so, so pathetic. Yeah, no. Food, I know. Food, food is what hold, is holding this relationship Literally, together. it's okay. We'll starve tomorrow. Yeah. Any, anywho, um, I just want to really go take you there now, babe. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so for you, what was the hardest thing about moving away from where we lived to Manchester? What, what, did, you, what did you face emotionally? One thing which really was difficult for me was moving, oddly enough, moving away from my biological family. So I've lived abroad, I've lived in other cities, I've lived further away from them than I am doing right now. But obviously in 2015, I was um, kicked out from my family and I don't really have a relationship with them. But what a lot of people probably don't know is that I was only living down the road from them all this while and and I say down the road it was a stone's throw away so it was it was about a 10 minute 10 15 minute drive away but it's just down the bypass and so psychologically that really did play tricks on my mind because I really I really did want to move away a long time ago I I regretted ever coming back to to you know Mm. my parents uh town I I mean I knew it was gonna be uh, it was gonna end horribly even before I I you know I, I came out and all that jazz happened but in my mind, I, I kept thinking, well, one day they might be like, come back. and Or, you know, one day they'd be like, let's hang out and, and all this forgiven and so on and so forth. Or, you know, we accept you, not forgiven, but, you know, we accept you for who you are. And I thought, you know, maybe we could spend weekends together and you and I could go there and we may be able to mm. reconcile somehow, even though there was so much other shit going on be- besides my sexuality, right? Just, just wasn't particularly healthy, unfortunately. And... I feel sorry for my parents at the same time as well, even though they may have been the leaders and at the forefront of a lot of my grievances, I do feel sorry for them. And so it all plays a lot of tricks on you. And I think that the only way that I would stop it from playing tricks in my mind is by creating a geographical distance um, to complement mm. the, you know, the emotional distance that is, is already there. And so it was difficult for me to reconcile with the fact that, oh my God, it's not going to happen. Even if they turn around and say, yep, everything's fine and we accept you for who you are, I'm not going to be able to go down, you know, every other day or whatever. And you know what it's like with South Asian families, you know, send food over or you go and look after your nieces and, and they come over and that type of stuff. That's just not going to happen. And I think in hindsight, it is good that I've made this physical move because that no longer plays on my mind. That false uh, does, um, fantasy, that fake fantasy no longer can play on my mind. And I'm happy that it can't. The second thing that was really difficult was that the last time I moved or made such a drastic move was when I was uh, kicked out so Mm. it was I mean in between that we did move once but that was just from a bigger flat that looked exactly the same so it was very different you know that that was different but you know we slowly packed and slowly things were moving away and the place got more and more hollow and that was really difficult for me the last two weeks because it felt like as if I was unwelcome in my own home and I had that feeling when I was kicked out and that feeling for some reason started coming, well, it started coming back and I had to condition myself to say, nah, bitch, this time you're in control. 
And it's important to go through these type of feelings, I think, because they can only make you stronger and also you can recognize as to what you want, what you don't want and, and, uh, and you know, the what's what of things. And, and, and yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that it's all um, uh, come to a good point and it's all been worthwhile. But yeah, that's what's been difficult. What about you? Well, um, I just want to speak on that for a second. Sure. Um, I think it's really important that you share that with people. But also, I think it's really um, cool, actually, that you, like, really recognized why you were feeling that certain way and you sort of tackled it head on. Does that make sense? Yeah, you need clarity in your mind in order to be able to deconstruct things like that, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And for me, like I spoke earlier on, I think... um, the hard thing was, so, am I doing the right thing by moving? And also, will I be okay and will I fit in and will I be able to navigate the city and do things like, you know, push myself out there to do things? Because I'm like, oh my God, what if I just get lost? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In a new place. Just dumb things like that, like we don't have Google Maps. You know what I mean, babe? <laughs> and like, do you know, the, it's these routines, okay? I love a routine. And, um, you know, having a new routine, so like I, I sold my car. Because I, we don't need two cars now. Yeah. I, I don't need my car. And, you know, and that's like, okay, now I'm going to think of a different way to do things. Okay. Um, my shopping's in a different place than it was before. Um, the, the gym is, my walks are, everything's in a different place. And I know that might find, sound really silly, but to me, that's really important because I like getting into that routine of knowing where everything is, how long everything takes to get there, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm slowly adapting to a new routine now, babe. Yeah. You know, and that's what I've found, you know, difficult, the routine and making somewhere feel like home. I think it takes a while for me to feel like I'm home somewhere and having that comfort level like, oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I can completely understand that. It's a case of creating your new normal and creating a new home. And it does take time for that to happen. And mm. yeah, we're going through this. And But you know what? I, I think I've, in terms of having a homely feeling and, and having that sense of, for me, a home is somewhere that you feel safe and secure. And I have felt that a lot more here than I have anywhere. Ever, yeah, I think. Everyone's yeah. been amazing to us as well. And like, so, that was another thing for me. I was so like panicky about like making friends i don't know why i'm like oh my god shit i've got no one here like i need to make friends obviously like we connect with people online and val's our sis you know that's the tea and that's incredible but still i'm like okay i need to go and make friends but you know what we've been very lucky and fortunate like people like as soon as we got here the first weekend you know we donna and our sister like we need to meet we need to do something come on welcome to manchester yeah and that was just lovely and so nice and like I haven't really uh, experienced that before. And it's like, oh, wow, like there's a community out here waiting for us and waiting to be kind to us. And that, it sort of fucks in my head a bit because I'm like, oh my God, the people are nice. <laughs> oh yeah, 100%. And do you know what, girl? The city's run by gays. So you're going to meet gay people every street you walk down. You mean there's gay people here? There's one or two homosexuals no. in Manchester. Yeah, gay people in Manchester. Really Do you know what? Big. It's got a great drag culture as well. There's a great uh, drag um, situation going on in Manchester, which I really like as well. And I love drag queens, not just because of their aesthetics, but for the type of people that they tend to be. And they tend to be the people that um, have a viewpoint, stand up, and, and they are politically charged. And that's important for us to move forward with acceptance and equality. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they're great. They're great to be around and you can learn a lot and you can talk a lot. And that's what we did yesterday, got together and it was just so nice. It's just so much fun. It uh, is. You get to, I, I love having one of my favorite things to do is literally having a few drinks with the friends and just having a kiki and a conversation for hours and hours and hours on end. We have found our gays. I'm so happy. Yeah, but they hate us. 
Well, they don't know as well <laughs> yeah, enough. Know, yet. You don't know as well enough yet. Do you yet know, to hate we us. say that, girl, but we've had this podcast out, and if they've listened enough. Yeah, they know we're rotten. Then, yeah, they know we're rotten. And I think the thing is, we put our, put our cards on the table. We are rotten. Yeah, we and do you know what? Mess. If and anyone's. Not, wait, let me finish. Yeah. I heard something, though, babe. Yeah. I heard a rumor. Okay. I heard a rumor that I know you're saying you love Manchester Drag Queen. Do not eat that ice right now. Okay. I heard this. You, in, you see me fingering that ice. Girl, so I'm going to put it in my mouth. I see you. Okay, bitch, put it down. Okay. Hand away. Bitch, you just did it. Go on. No, you, I, I, go I and do it. your ASMR then. Go on. I didn't. Honestly, there's nothing in my mouth. Go and do it. Uh, I feel like you're lying. No, I just put. Uh, anyway, go on. You just tried to trick me, didn't you? Yeah. No fish and tips for you. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I hear. I know you say love dragons. I hear there's a new drag queen in Manchester. This is true. No, I, I really do. I don't know if she would want to speak for a few minutes if we can get a call with her. Manchester, I hear you have won 150 drag queens. I raise you 150. Do you want to go and get... Is she here? Yeah, I think she might be uh, waiting for us outside. Should we go and get her? Right, you go and get her, babe, because I need to hold the fort. Like, you go and, but please come back with her this time because you need to meet her. Mushra! What? It's just so, a cute so Manchester like. meet. I know we've had her on the podcast oh before, but um, she's now in Manchester. Lady Bushra. Oh my God, it's you again. Yeah, it's, 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 this is a quick one. Where's my husband, first of all? You're that gay guy, aren't you? Oh my God, you can't just say that. All oh right, oh my God. Where, right. Where's your husband? Where's my husband, sorry? <laughs> my fucking hell, I'm only 19. I know. Where's my husband? He's stood right next to me. Hi, yes, I'm stood right next to her. Oh my God, they're together. You know, yes, if you could see are. this right now. Oh my God, you're both so pretty. Oh, thank you. Um, I, you're in, I can't believe like we were in Bradford and you were in Bradford and like we're in Manchester and Listen, you're in Manchester. Uh, like, it's like, a miracle, man. Please, can I talk? This is an interview. I, like. I, heard, I heard some people don't even believe that you're really in Manchester. Yeah, no, seriously, guys, right. So like proper shit popped off. Yeah, you should follow me on Lady Bushra, Lady Bushra on Instagram and I put exclusive uh, E! News video or I release post. But basically, yeah shit kicked off and uh, I've moved into Manchester and like I really want to take myself to the streets right and fucking start a revolution uh, or something but basically what I mean by that is like uh, if anybody wants me and anybody wants to do shit right with me uh, fucking DM me and let's get this let's get this party started let's fucking breach lockdown not breach it <laughs> see your grandma don't see your grandma uh, go out don't go out and let's do it and let's have a great time Role. Role, man Role. Uh, listen I've got to go now because no, no, no. I've got no, 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 no. Let's, okay, no, I'm listen. back. Bushra. What? Come back. Okay. Okay, actually now, yeah? What? You here? Okay, so Bushra, so you're in Manchester now, yeah? Yeah, man. Okay, this is happening. But I heard, like, some people, like, want to, like, book you for gigs because, like, you're a drag queen. Listen, uh, that is really racist because I'm not a drag queen. I just happen to do makeup and people think that I'm a drag queen. But I'm not really. But, like, if you think I am and if that gets me booking, then, yeah, last, let's, uh, I'm a fucking drag queen. Yeah, really do it. Wow, wonderful, Bushra. Well, I, I hate to... Uh, listen, yeah, fuck off. I need to do more, do more promo, all right? Uh, so basically, what was I saying before? I was rudely interrupted. Yeah, please book me. That's it. Okay, thanks. I'm off now. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Wow. wow. Um, she didn't even close the door, but anyway. Oh, babe, like, you actually got to meet Bushra for the first time ever. I wish I didn't. Why? She's rotten. She's, she's an enigma, isn't she? She is a... Um, Terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> but she's the 151st drag queen in the Manchester. Yeah, she's the, hundred and, the oh. 151st. But is she drag queen? Do you know queen? what? I don't know how true that number is because like first it was 80, then it was 100, then it was just over 100. Now it's at 150. And this has only happened in the course, like this number's increased over the course of the last four months. And I've only seen about 10. So I don't know what's well, going well, on. Well, three people have told me 150, so. Oh, okay. So I'm okay. going on that. But I see what you mean. But like, yeah, 
you know, Bushra is a bad girl and stuff is happening, but fuck that bitch now. Uh, yeah, I I think Bushra should do should uh, do something. <laughs> Literally do something because she something. does nothing. Like there's nothing she does. Inside. She has no talent. She's a piece of shit. Uh, okay, guys. <laughs> That, Anywho, that felt like a personal attack. But <laughs> I don't know what you're there. talking about. Why would it be a personal attack, babe? Let's wrap this shit. No, why would it be a personal attack? I don't know. No, tell me. <laughs> why? Go away. Anyway, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Yeah, we do. We need to get our fish and chips, don't we? Meow. Okay. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so we are in Manchester, everyone. We are gay. We are here in Manchester, living our best life, and we are really excited for the next chapter, and we are really excited to take you guys on our journey of our next chapter of our lives in Manchester. Yes, chapter, chapter, verse, library. Humans are people. Book, humans. Bushra is somewhere. Meow. And thank you for listening, people. And if people would like to follow us, where can they follow us, Amir? They can follow us on Instagram at you.loveboys. That is you.loveboys. It's changed. Remember, you.loveboys. Twitter at YDLMboys. Fuck Facebook, that doesn't happen anymore. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple. Um, screenshot, post it. Celebrate, support each other. The best thing we can do is continue to uplift each other, you know. And that's what we will continue to do and you'll continue to do. We are in Manchester. If you see us about, say hey. And um, let's have a kiki. Love you guys lots. We love you, but you don't love me.